Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And today we're talking about Ubisoft, which, if you don't know, is actually having one of their big direct video presentations, the Ubisoft Forward event, in just a couple of days from now. But before they get to that point in time, they have a rather big announcement to make about their ownership, not directly but indirectly. And we're going to talk more about that with some specificity. But before we do, I do want to point out that Virtual Legality and the other shows on this channel are supported by viewers and listeners like you through Utreon, through Patreon. And at one of those tiers, you can support a specific episode per month. Today's episode is sponsored by Opal Studded Dagger, who's been a longtime supporter of the channel. And I am very, very thankful for their involvement and their support. Thank you, Opal Studded Dagger. And if you are interested in supporting the channel like that, please do check out Utreon and Patreon. Now, in order to get the background for what just happened, this is a Tencent times Ubisoft type story, but let's talk about what Tencent was proclaiming to the world as of the top of last month, the start of August, in which Reuters put forth an exclusive entitled Tencent Seeks to Raise Stake in Assassin's Creed Maker Ubisoft Dash Sources. Now, as always, we take these reports with a grain of salt because they are anonymously sourced, both internal to these companies and probably externally, depending on what kind of news is being reported on. But today we've got confirmation that much of this looks to have been true. So let's see what Tencent was saying at that point in time in early August. It says Tencent Holdings Limited plans to raise its stake in French video game group Ubisoft Entertainment as the Chinese gaming giant pivots to the global gaming market four sources with direct knowledge of the matter, told Reuters. China's largest social network and gaming firm, which bought a 5% stake in Ubisoft in 2018, so they already had an interest in Ubisoft, but a minority stake, has reached out to the French firm's founding Guimont family and expressed interest in increasing its stake in the firm, the sources said, and much apologies, as always, for my French pronunciations. I have never mastered that particular language. It is not clear how much more Tencent plans to own in Ubisoft, which, remember, for folks that follow the video game industry, was just recently the subject of a hostile takeover threat and potential bid from Viacom not so long ago, valued in total at $5.3 billion, so we're not talking about Activision here, but Tencent aims to become the single largest shareholder of the French company with an additional stake purchase, two of those sources said. Now, interestingly, from Reuters' perspective, they say they have four sources, only two confirm this particular data point. Tencent plans to buy a part of the additional stake in Ubisoft, the maker of the blockbuster Assassin's Creed video game franchise, among other things, from the Guillemont family, which owns 15% of the firm, three of the sources said. So Ubisoft is kind of founder-led by the Guillemonts, uh, and they own a significant portion of a public company. Remember, 15% of $5.3 billion. Well, that is not an insubstantial sum. Tencent could offer up to 100 euros, $101 per share, to acquire the additional stake. Two of the sources with knowledge of the internal discussion said it paid 66 euros per share for the 5% stake in 2018. That's reflective of the gaming industry's expansion and success over the course of the pandemic. Of course, we're now seeing some of those numbers come down as people get outside. They're not quite as reliant on video games. And of course, the economy is something of an open question mark, but it's still significantly higher than what they paid only four years ago. Ubisoft's shares surged more than 15% after the Reuters report. Shares in Game Corp 
the holding company in which the Guillemot family owns the majority shareholding, were trading up more than 7%. Now, why does that happen? Well, because any kind of company with that much capital investing further in an entity suggests that one, they believe in the success of the entity. That's always nice. But two, that they might just get a little bit more strategic with their investment in the firm. And if that happens, well, they'll be paying market premium to buy the whole darn thing. And then potentially shareholders that are already invested in the company get a big payday. And so the share prices surge when you hear about a big company wanting to invest in yours. Now, interestingly enough, you hear those references to not buying direct from Tencent. The ordinary way in which a company makes money, even on the public market, is to actually have an offering from that company to say, okay, we're going to offer these shares to the public. We're going to offer these to a specific shareholder. They're going to buy it from the company. And now you have an interest in the company. This is talking about something different. This is talking about a secondary market transaction in which this particular company, Tencent, would purchase shares not from Ubisoft, but from one of Ubisoft's current shareholders. And that has two effects, one of which is to increase the share percentage of the company that's doing the buying, but the second of which is to reduce the share percentage of the shareholder that's doing the selling. It changes the overall capitalization table, which is the way that we keep track of who owns what in a company pretty substantially. And that's what Tencent wanted to do. It wanted to ease out some of the percentage interest of the Guillemots while also taking a higher percentage themselves. Basically a prelude to an even tighter strategic connection, which is what we saw not an hour ago. And this headline's a little bit difficult to understand, so bear with me. We're going to get into the, the weeds here. Remember, this is a French company. These translations might not be perfect. Ubisoft strengthens its core shareholding via the expansion of the concert around the group's founders to the benefit of its long-term stability and development. No? No, I, I don't either, and I'm a mergers and acquisitions guy. So this is saying basically that its founding core of shareholders are now stronger, which is going to lead to more stability for the company. And we'll see why, because there are contractual restrictions that are referenced on what Tencent can do, while also suggesting that Tencent is very interested in the financial success of the company. And I know Tencent is one of those topics that a lot of folks in the video game industry talk about a lot, certainly with some level of concern. Tencent being a Chinese corporation, owns a large portion of Epic, owns a number of other game companies like Riot, and now they're investing even more in Ubisoft. For now, Tencent has mostly been following a financial and strategic investment model more than anything else. They haven't been controlling the creative output of really any of these companies of which I am aware. Certainly Tim Sweeney at Epic is adamant about the fact that Tencent's significant ownership, whether it's 40% or slightly less than that after a couple of fundraisers from Epic, is not responsible for the creative of Fortnite or anything else because of these concerns, especially from the West. Now we see Tencent investing even more in one of the last remaining big independent publishers, especially if the Microsoft and Activision deal goes through. So let's take a look at what they had to say about this very interesting news this morning. Ubisoft strengthens its core shareholding via the expansion of the concert around the group's founders to the benefit of its long-term stability and development. Now, we're, they're going to use the word concert in a way that I'm not terribly familiar with. Uh, I'm not a European lawyer. Uh, I am not a French lawyer, certainly. Uh, anybody that hears me pronounce French words would not be surprised by that disclaimer. But effectively, they're using the phrase concert here to mean beneficial holding group 
is generally what we would call it in the United States or something similar, which is these are aligned investors that are so aligned, they share these interests that we're going to treat them all as quote unquote beneficially holding the securities that we're talking about. They are of a similar interest. And so we're going to talk about them here in concert. It's not a musical performance by Tencent or the Gibbons, uh, but it means that they are holding their shares with a common purpose. And so we're going to treat them the same when we report on it, when we restrict them, and we'll see that in this press release. Tencent acquires a minority passive stake in Guillemont Brothers Limited, not in Ubisoft Direct. Ubisoft's governance is unchanged, and the Guillemont family retains exclusive control of Guillemont Brothers Limited. So Tencent is only putting in money. And you can see just from the way this is positioned, this is very important for Ubisoft to get out there. As I said earlier, one of the big concerns that people, including other investors, not just gamers have, is what effect is a 10 cent stake going to have on a company like this? So Ubisoft's very first mission here is it makes us better. That's the headline. And also they're not taking any governance, right? They are not controlling what it is that we make. That's one of the things that people are most concerned about. Shared confidence in the prospects of the strategic partnership, we'll talk about that a little bit more as well, between Ubisoft and Tencent to bring several of Ubisoft's AAA franchises to mobile devices. Paris, September 6, 2022. Today, Ubisoft announced that Tencent has acquired a minority stake in Guillemont Brothers Limited. Now, minority stake is used to the very edge of its definition here. Minority stake includes everything from 0.1% to 49.999%. And we're right on that outer edge at the 49 level, as we will see, and has entered into the concert with the company's founders. Quote, the expansion of the concert with Tencent further reinforces Ubisoft's core shareholding around its founders and provides the company with the stability essential for its long-term development, which is effectively the headline, said Yves Guimont, CEO and co-founder of Ubisoft. In a context where platforms and business models are converging, this is all about everything we've been talking about in virtual legality, most specifically and most recently about Microsoft subscription services, cloud computing, and the future of what this hobby of ours is at the end of the day. This transaction, which validates our strategy and highlights the strong intrinsic value of the assets we have built over the long term, is excellent news for our teams, gamers, and shareholders. So they want to get out in front. And this is exactly what a CEO should say is, they are so interested in our company because we are so valuable and not the opposite, which somebody could look at Ubisoft or look at its management or look at its own public relations. Let's not call them disasters, but travails over the past few years and say, well, maybe the company is a bargain. Maybe it's undervalued for its assets. Maybe that's why Tencent or others potentially want to invest in the company. Tencent is a key shareholder partner for many of the industry's leaders who have created some of the most outstanding video games. This transaction reinforces our ability to create strong value over the coming years. So this is an interesting two-part thing, right? They're so interested because we are so valuable and we're doing such good work. And also, hey, everybody's doing it, <laughs> right? Before you get too hard on us for taking Chinese money, Tencent is a key shareholder partner for many of the industry's leaders. He's not wrong, by the way, in saying this, but it does create this interesting kind of, we're valuable and everybody's taking their money. So yeah. The team at Ubisoft has shown an impressive ability to consistently create world-class entertainment. This is Tencent talking. Along with a diverse portfolio of brands that include some of the most successful franchises in the industry. 
We are excited to expand our engagement with the founders, the Guimont family, as Ubisoft continues to develop immersive game experiences and to bring some of Ubisoft's most well-known AAA franchises to mobile. This agreement also aligns with our philosophy to invest alongside creative founders with full confidence that they will lead their companies to new heights. So this is kind of a founder-led company. It's bigger than what we usually think of when we talk about uh, founder-led companies. Also, we're going to mention mobile. And hey, isn't Ubisoft great? So you see a couple of things that we can look at in the industry overall kind of informing this deal. Of course, there's Tencent. Of course, there's Chinese money. Of course, there's investment consolidation, all that stuff that's going on in the industry at the top. There's also this concept of mobile. You hear the word strategic in a couple of places here, and that is distinct from financial, right? So Tencent is very interested as a financial investment partner. That's what they've been investing in across the industry is good companies that they think will make them money. That is how private equity works. That is how hedge funds work. Tencent is operating in that manner to say, we think this is a good investment. This is better than putting our money in the bank or the stock market or what have you. And we think it's going to make us more money in the long term. Great. The other way to invest in companies is strategic, right? We have something, some capability, some asset that we think that you can use and our two companies can synergize synergize our core competencies, a eh, business students? Uh, and we can do that in a way that will make us both money. And so as a part of our investment, which is kind of a sign of good faith, putting some skin in the game, you'll enter into some kind of strategic partnership with us. And here, it's the highlighting of the fact that Tencent is going to be bringing mobile versions of Ubisoft games, presumably into the Chinese, Asian, and other markets, as well as, as the West. And so what you've got here is both a financial and a strategic position, the strategic position of which is highlighted here by Tencent. Now, what does this deal look like? That's where some of the stuff really gets interesting. Tencent acquires a 49.9% economic stake with 5% voting rights in Gamont Brothers Limited. Now, you might wonder how that works. The answer is that even though we think of a capitalization table, usually in terms of common stock, where you've just got one kind of stock, uh, and if I own 48%, that means if you make a distribution, I get 48% of that. That means if we have a vote, I get 48% of the votes, et cetera, et cetera. They don't have to follow along that way. For one, you can have different classes of stock. So you can say Series A uh, gets 80% of the money, Series B gets 100% of the votes. So Series A is just the financial folks and Series B are the people that are actually operating the company. And that can work for people if you have capital and you're putting in money, but you trust the management of the other side. That's what it sounds like here. And it also sounds like something that the Guillemot family would have asked for in order to make sure that they are happy with taking on this additional investment. We will control the governance of our own company. It's named after us, our family, after all. But we're more than happy to take your money. We're more than happy to liquidate our stake. This is a big day for us when we sell 49.9% of a company that owns a big chunk of Ubisoft. That means that's a good amount of money. Specifically, 10 cents investment in Game on Brothers Limited amounts to 300 million euros, which because of currency exchange rates is about $300 million, 200 million in share acquisition and 100 million in capital increase at an implied valuation for Ubisoft of 80 euros a share. Now, remember when we looked at the Reuters document, they thought they might get a price up about 100 euros per share. That didn't happen. This got split in the middle as these things so often are. It's not 60, it's not 100, it's 80. Uh, and that is in fact right in the middle of those two numbers. In addition, Tencent is providing Guillermo Brothers Limited with a long-term unsecured loan 
to refinance its debt. So you don't have to collateralize this loan. You can just get out of it and provide an additional financial resources that can be used to acquire equity in Ubisoft. So we're buying basically half the company. We're not interested in governance, but we're buying basically half the company. And that 49.9% is important because generally speaking, you've got different reporting requirements for control and other things that you might have to disclose that you might not have to at 49.9. Usually when you see these kinds of numbers out there, you're avoiding some kind of regulatory infrastructure that would trip when you cross 50%, uh, for instance. But not only were they going to do that, they're going to provide a loan to get you out of your institutional debt at this company and we're going to have some kind of potential line of credit or some other mechanism that can let you, us, that we own half of, go and get more shares from Ubisoft so that we can enhance our position, not just directly. Tencent already owns 5% or a little bit less uh, after some uh, lowering of the shares after more money comes into Ubisoft. And they own this stake in Game Up Brothers Limited, which means that their overall stake is significantly higher. Gamut Brothers Limited remains exclusively controlled by the Gamut family. We want you guys to be very clear. Tencent did not just take over governance. They're not making decisions. Tencent will not be represented on its board. Now that's crazy, right? 49.9% of almost any company on earth gets you at least a seat on the board. You're almost in control, but here they didn't want governance at all. 5% voting rights. It's not even useful other than to be a party to the various notifications you'd have to get to do something that needs to be shareholder approved. We're not even going to sit on the board and we didn't get veto rights. We might call those protective provisions uh, in the United States, but that's a way in saying, hey, if I've got this series of stock, sure, I don't have voting rights, but you can't do X, Y, or Z without me. Usually those are big deal items. You can't dissolve the company. You can't change the governance structure. You can't do these things without me at least approving of the thing. And then we can frame that in different languages as I have to give that consent unless it would be uh, unreasonable, uh, a request from you, those kinds of things. Tencent here in the press release, at least according to Ubisoft, isn't involved in anything. They're not sitting on the board. They don't get veto rights. They have 5% voting. This is a financial transaction. Now, we do have to expand at the Ubisoft level. The note that, hey, the Gamalt family and Tencent are now the same. They are in concert. The Gamalt family concert with respect to Ubisoft is now extended to include Tencent. Remember, this is Ubisoft's press release. The expanded concert may increase its stake to 29.9% of Ubisoft's capital or voting rights. So the Gamalt family, any other entities that they're invested in, any direct family members and Tencent can max out their interest in Ubisoft at 29.9%. And again, you see those numbers, that means something trips at 30% regulatory or otherwise. Within this limit, Gamble Brothers Limited and the Gamble family may increase their equity ownership in Ubisoft because they're not at this number yet. Additionally, Ubisoft's board of directors has authorized Tencent to increase its direct stake in Ubisoft from 4.5% to 9.99% of the capital or voting rights. So altogether, you can hold just under 30%, and Tencent alone can own just under 10%. Again, these limits are put in place for regulatory reasons, but also because they want to be very clear as to when any of these parties, either the founders, the game owners, or Tencent, or them acting in concert, there's that word again, are seeking to maybe take over the company. Right? It's a public company. Management is Yves Guimont at CEO level, but he's not the whole board. The public owns a big chunk of the company. And we want to be clear when and if you guys are going to make an aggressive move. Tencent 
will not be able to sell its shares in Ubisoft for a period of five years and beyond will give the Guillermo family a right of priority. So a right of first refusal or a right of first offer or some version of that where, hey, if we want to get out, we have to offer it to the Guillemots first. And again, Ubisoft's interested in that because they want to keep their capitalization table similar. They don't want strangers coming in if they can avoid it and will not be able to increase its stake beyond that 9.9% that we've allowed for a period of eight years. So here's that stall, right? And if this sounds at least a little bit familiar to you, you might've watched our Elon Musk versus Twitter coverage where the first thing Twitter tries to do when it's announced that Elon Musk is taking a position in the company is offer him a board seat in exchange for a lockdown <laughs> that you can't otherwise go for a takeover here. And it's what Elon Musk rejects back in, I believe it's April, of this year in order to say by text message, nah, I'm going to purchase the company. And here we are now in September looking at how that has all gone. But this is the company and these investors working together to both give them what they want. They want to be able to buy up to 30% and also hold them off. You have to cool down for at least eight years. Now, are there ways around this potentially? Sure. Uh, but this is what the company is trying to do, is trying to say, we're not going to transition over to your ownership for a significant amount of time. And it seems like Tencent and the Guillemots are on board with that. But for the folks asking the question, this does presage a Tencent that is significantly interested in potentially buying out the whole thing. It also complicates other potential purchasers like Microsoft or like Sony, who would have to go in and understand that this percentage is owned by another big capital player and potentially work through that depending on what it is that they wanted to do with that company. So Ubisoft, as you might have heard me say, either here or in other places, continues to be the most obvious acquisition target to me after you get past Activision. And this complicates things uh, because... If Tencent and the Guillemots own 30%, well, that could be trouble in terms of getting everybody on board, especially since Tencent is the kind of strategic acquirer that would be very interested in and of itself. As a result of the transaction, Ubisoft's governance will remain unchanged and Tencent will not have any operational veto rights. And then this table here that they put forth uh, just kind of shows the same. Uh, it says... Basically, here's the percentage interest of everybody that owns this. Here's the Gaymont's family the, the directly, including their own corporation. Here's Brothers, uh, which is having its money changed over. Here's the rest of the shares owned by derivative contracts. Here's Tencent, and here's them in concert. So percentage of voting rights post money as of this deal going through, as reported by Ubisoft in this press release, is 24.9%, which, if you're keeping track at home, is roughly the 5% that Tencent could use to take their number up. But it gets a little bit complicated because they can't go past that 30%. Tencent's offered some kind of financing option uh, for the Game of Brothers Limited to do it themselves. All sorts of things can happen from here in terms of that calculation. But right now they own a quarter of Ubisoft. Chances are they're going to go up to that 30% number. We don't know what they're going to do. Chances are they're going to do that. They're going to own a third of Ubisoft. And then what happens? Ubisoft knows it's an acquisition target. Ubisoft knows that it's had some issues in the recent past. It knows that it's in an era of consolidation. Who's going to own Ubisoft is going to be an open question for the foreseeable future, even with Tencent agreeing to this eight-year lockdown that may or may not hold if we get into an auction process or Ubisoft has to entertain other deals. So get excited about Ubisoft 
it's looking more and more like a vulnerable company, much as we've seen with Electronic Arts and its talks with Comcast, at least rumored, and other conversations that we have seen rumored online. Electronic Arts, Ubisoft, basically everything that you know about the video game industry is at least subject to change, and whether or not it actually changes is an open question. This has been Virtual Legality for today. If you enjoy conversations about the business and law of video games, technology, software, pop culture, and more, please consider supporting the channel at Utreon and Patreon. As we mentioned, Opal Studded Dagger has done that for this episode. Thank you so much, Opal. If none of those things interest you, just subscribe, tell your friends, upvotes, downvotes, ring bells. Let folks know that this kind of content is out there because every little bit helps. If you watch this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.